0: i You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth.
0: We have a wonderful resource to share with you here in the St. Louis area Mm -hmm. um, for moms, expecting moms, moms and dads actually are part of this. So I want to share this wonderful story with you today. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu.
1: Live Uncommon.
0: Joining us today, Karen Ludwig. She's director of My Life Medical and Resource Center in High Ridge, Missouri, uh, right here in the st louis area karen thanks so much for being our guest on the coffee hour
2: thank you for having me
0: so karen share with us your story how long have you been with my life medical and resource center
2: um i actually started volunteering at an organization prior to this that um kind of began the pregnancy movement here in jefferson county and um when My Life Medical Center became its own standalone center in, on July 1st of 2006, I actually w- became the executive director of this organization. So it's been 15 years. We're celebrating mm-hmm. 15 this year.
1: That's fantastic. Tell us about My Life Medical Center. What, are, uh, what is your mission? What do you aim to do?
2: Well, I th- honestly, I think the best way to do that is to tell a story. Is that okay? Yes, please. I'll tell you the story of Melissa. Melissa called um, our office. This has been a few years back. And she said, uh, I talked to her and she said, um, I need to come in and talk to you. I have an abortion scheduled. And um, I said, Oh, okay. Um, when would you like to come in? And she said, The only day I can do it is um, Thursday. And I normally I don't come in on Thursday at that time. And I said, Okay, I'll meet you here. In, I said, what time is good for you? And she said, well, the only time I can do it is 7 a.m. And I am not an early riser. So 7 a.m. is not when I show up typically. (laughs) But I said, okay, all right, I'll meet you here. And I could tell that she was not really um, thrilled about coming in just by the way that she answered my questions. But I met her here that morning. And um, she came in and and I said, tell me what's going on. And she said, gave me a whole long list of why she could not continue this pregnancy. Um, quite an extensive list. And I was trying to uh, help her see kind of around some of those obstacles or how our organization and other organizations around us could help her um, deal with some of those obstacles. And, and we she had a pretty good list. Um, of reasons why she could not continue. And um, we talked for a while and, and every time I tried to go around one of the obstacles to show her how we could help, um, she just came up with another obstacle. It was just um, kind of negative on top of negative. And uh, finally I said, well, you know, Melissa, I believe that God creates every single baby and he does so for a reason. And the reason is not termination of the pregnancy, Um, And since we can't see into the future, we don't really know what God's plan is. And she threw up her hand and she said, don't talk to me about God. I did not come here for that. And I am not talking about that. And I said, okay, okay, Melissa. And so we went on talking. And um, again, she's laying out more and more reasons why this this has to end in termination. And um, finally, she said, okay, well, I have to go to work. She said, you did a pretty good job. You really listened and and stuff, but, um, no, I, I still have to, um, have an abortion. She goes, I'm going to go on Saturday and have an abortion. Uh, I had just told one of my friends that I would come and see you before I have, before I go to the abortion clinic. So she, um, she left and quite honestly, my first thought was, what did I do wrong? Um, now, I know after, especially after years of doing this, that I did my job and um, now the rest is between her and God, but you still can't help but feel what, what if I would have said this different or that different, or oh, I forgot to say this. And so um, it was a really rough time because I thought for sure that this was going to end in termination of this baby. And um, I called my prayer warriors and I said, listen, I don't really think there's much hope for this baby at this point, but let's pray for this mama because she's going to need help um, once she goes through with this abortion. So I tried to call her the next day just to kind of check in with her and she didn't answer my call. And I tried to call her on Saturday morning and she didn't answer my call then either. And I knew that was the day she had scheduled so um i just continued to pray for her and then i um on tuesday of the following week i called and she answered the phone and i said melissa hi this is karen and she started to cry and she said um i can't talk to you right now and she hung up and i thought oh lord now i know for sure and um So she continued to be on my prayer list for quite a while. And um, a few months down the road, I was in a meeting with um, my banquet coordinator, and my mind was totally 100% on banquet details. And the phone rang, and I couldn't understand what the person said. And I said, I'm sorry, who did you say that you were? And she said, "Um, Melissa. And she goes, I just want to let you know I couldn't do it. And I, and again, my head is so far into banquet that I said, I'm sorry, Melissa, you couldn't do what? And she said, Karen, I could not do the abortion. I could not follow through with that. She said, I went to that parking lot that morning and I sat there. And the only thing I could hear going through my mind was you saying that God created this baby and created it for a reason. And she said, I couldn't do it. I left. I said, oh my goodness, Melissa, does that mean you're still pregnant? And she said, yeah, I'm still pregnant. She goes, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how things are going to work, but I'm still pregnant. And she brought that baby in a few months later. And I thought, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is what we're here for. This is what we are here for. That's our main mission is to end abortion, to make a abortion unthinkable in our community. And that's why we're here. So our main mission is reaching abortion-minded women um, to help them see the truth um, about what abortion really is um, and what uh, parenting would mean for them, what adoption means. My three children are adopted. I'm very much Mm pro-adoption. And, um, So I, we really, um, stress adoption as an option, um, just to explore. And, um, we want to be able to say, Hey, this, this does not have to be your only choice. You, you really do have other choices. Let us help you explore those. Um, and that's our main mission. I mean, we do a lot of other things, um, along with that we do, um, Everything we do is free of charge. First of all, we do pregnancy tests, ultrasounds. Um, We do STD testing, treatment, education, because our goal with that is to help them see the need to make healthier choices in their life um, and maybe not be back for another test, uh, hopefully. And um, we do parenting classes. We do um, abortion healing Bible studies studies. So even if her choice was abortion, um, we want to make sure she knows she's got a place to come still a place to come and talk about that, to work through that, um, to kind of heal from that. Um, We offer parenting classes where our clients earn points for things like diapers and wipes and uh, formula, new clothing, stuff like that. But we also have a gently used resource area that has infant and kids clothes and even adult clothing, maternity clothing um, that you don't need points for. So we're here to help um, in any way that we can. We firmly believe that you cannot ask someone to choose life. Um, And then when they do say, oh, great job, see you later. We believe you, because her obstacles haven't moved. I mean, her obstacles are still there. So we wanna make sure she knows we're still with her In fact, we don't have an ending to our program. The client herself um, decides when the ending is, not us. We don't say, well, when your child is one or when your child's two, we can no longer help you. Um, No, we we have the doors still open. Did I answer your question at all, Sarah?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. What an amazing story, Andy and I are both tearing up over here. Like, oh. we
2: need the tissues.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that story is—it's—it is, uh, shows uh, the needs that women have, and and yeah. that the obstacles are very real yes. to these women, and they need uh, someone to listen and to care, um, to you know, to hold their hand through this and walk alongside them through this mm-hmm. journey, and that is that is so beautiful. Um, and you uh, you laid out all of the, the wonderful resources that you also have. How great is the, the need for these resources in the Jefferson County area?
2: You know, it's tremendous. Um, of course, COVID has not helped with any of that. A lot of our clients are struggling uh, financially anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole COVID mess has really messed things up even more. But honestly the need has been tremendous for a long time because we strengthen families here. Um, and our families in, in our area are, I'm sure everywhere are just, um, they're really struggling right now to, to be families. So many dads are, um, terrified or, or just lack desire to be the dad in the family. And, The moms are, some of them are not making such great choices either. And their children see that Um, they're modeling that for their children. And so we want to come alongside and help them to be the best parents possible, to be committed to their family um, and strengthen those families. And that need has been there for, for ages. Um, Folks, so many don't, it did not have good role models when they were growing up. So they don't know how to do that. And we wanna help with that as much as we can with parenting classes and peer counseling and, and so forth. So the need is tremendous, um, but it's I can't blame it all on COVID for sure.
0: We're learning about the ways that My Life Medical and Resource Center in High Ridge, Missouri serves their neighbors and, and loves their neighbors uh, with these great works of mercy. We have more to talk about with Karen Ludwig, Executive Director of My Life Medical and Resource Center, in just a moment. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth.
0: You're a miracle. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth.
0: Today we're talking with Karen Ludwig, Executive Director of My Life Medical and Resource Center in High Ridge, Missouri, and the ways that they care for neighbors in the community, particularly um, moms and dads um, who are uh, expecting, but it, it you know it was unplanned or surprised for them. Uh, Karen, you mentioned earlier, um, men, dads, uh, in, in this. Um, In this scenario, in what ways does My Life Medical and Resource Center um, care for or or serve men and fathers in this situation or include them in the the services?
2: Yes. Well, the initial part, if a client is coming in with an unplanned pregnancy, um, the very first initial part of that, we do see just the the mom, the female, um, by herself but we ask the dad to wait in the waiting room. And then we um, include him in, in like the second part, the first part of it, we're going to ask her some real personal information. And we just want it to be her. Um, Because sometimes they don't really give us honest answers if someone else is in the room with them listening in. Um, So we want to make sure we get very truthful answers from her. So we'll have, and it's also very, very personal information. So we'll ask, him to wait out. But then we include him in for the rest of that time with the peer counselor. Then if we're able to do an ultrasound, if she's far enough along for that, and um, she consents to it and consents to him being there, we definitely include him in the ultrasound. Because I can tell you from personal experience many times over, we've had big guys um, sitting in our counseling rooms saying, listen, abortion is our only answer here. We can't do anything else. Um, We have no other options. And that same big guy will come into the counseling or the ultrasound room. And Angie is our nurse manager. And she will point out during the ultrasound, the arms and the legs. She'll definitely show them a heartbeat. Um, sometimes we can listen to that heartbeat as well. And we've had these big burly guys um, who were just insistent on abortion um, look at that screen and get really quiet. Um, We've even had big tears rolling down their eyes and they say, wait, wait, that's my baby up there. Um, God made guys very visual and ultrasound is a tremendous tool to use with that guy and his, his God-giving ability to be so visual, because once he sees it, it's real. Um, we have seen such tremendous change in, in both men and women and grandparents. Grandparents who are saying, this is not something that uh, we had planned for our child at this age, at this stage in their life, and they're pushing for abortion come into that ultrasound room and meet their grandbaby for the first time. And um, it is so tremendous how God uses that because those hearts that were so hard and so um, closed to any other options, um, God just opens it right up when they see a baby. You can't deny life um, any longer. but. That is one way that we really try to include guys. Guys are always welcome to our parenting classes uh, to attend with their girlfriend or spouse or just by themselves um, to learn more about being the best parent they can. Um, we do STD testing. We also do that on guys because we know that they need to hear the truth about STDs and the tremendous, um, tremendously easy way they're spread and the damage that they can do even to, to guys, it does affect women more than it does guys STDs normally do, but guys are definitely, um, harmed by STDs. So we want to make sure they get that as well. Um, we are trying to get a men's ministry off the ground because I can tell him, I can tell a guy what abortion will do to, or could do to her or could do to him, could do to their relationship. Um, I can tell him all that stuff, but he's not going to hear it from me the way he would from a guy. Um, so we're trying to get that off the ground. We are just waiting for the right guy to come along to really head that up. Um, we would love to have guys that can meet with our client, our male clients, maybe not here at the center, maybe at McDonald's or wherever. Um, And talk to him about what it is to be a dad, what it means, um, what his next steps should be and stuff like that. So that's all important stuff to come from a guy. So we're working on that part, but the guys are always very much included in everything we do here.
1: Such great, uh, great ways that you're able to serve the community and, and really make a difference. You've you've shown uh, so many ways in in the last few minutes um, how these these services and resources really make a difference in people's mm-hmm. lives. I mean, give them hope at a time right. that can really be a, a very dark time for people when yes. they, they don't quite see a way to move through uh, something like this. How are you able to uh, to provide all of these services free of charge?
2: Well, actually, it's all our community. We are supported by uh, members of the community and by area churches uh, that come along beside us. We have several who support us monthly. Um, And then we have fundraisers um, throughout the year. And one of them is coming up. It is um, our 15-year anniversary celebration banquet. We have a banquet every year, but this year is very special because it's 15 years. And, um, you know, if anybody would like to come to the banquet they're very much welcome. We do ask that you have that you RSVP. That's kind of a requirement because I'm I'm a um I guess you could say neurotic planner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but also because we have to um tell the caterers how many people and all that kind of stuff. So we just ask people to be sure and um let us know that they're coming. There's no cost to come. Uh that's all paid for, but we will ask at the end for um, support donations, but it's up to each individual, of course, how much they would give or if they give it all. Um, but they can definitely contact our office who will be glad to get one out. That is our biggest fundraiser is a banquet. Um, and we do different, we have a golf tournament coming up, um, different things that we do throughout the year to, um, to raise awareness as well as um, financially. To, to meet our budget. But we are strictly supported by the community and the area churches. We do occasionally get a grant, um, but the grants are usually for very specific programs. They're not for general operating uh, expenses. So, um, but we're very blessed when we get those and we can do even more for our clients because we have grants um, involved. So. That's, that's how we, that's how we're supported. That's how we're able to keep our doors open to keep everybody ready for all those clients who, who have that unplanned pregnancy. We want to be their first stop. Even if she still plans to have an abortion, we want to offer that free pregnancy test and ultrasound um, and the, the options counseling and the the support. We just want to love on her um, and, and whatever she decides, we're still going to love on her. So um we want to be their first stop so that's that's really important.
0: you mentioned earlier that uh, ultrasound is a is is an important part of what yes. you do in terms of caring for uh, for parents in an unplanned pregnancy to help them see the reality of a baby, a child um, I I would assume that it, that can be somewhat expensive, uh, having ultrasound equipment and and uh, right. maintaining it, um, So, I, and all the other services that you provide as well. Um, you mentioned the banquet. How can we find out more about the banquet and uh, and attend the banquet and support My Life Medical mm-hmm. cent- and Resource Center?
2: You can call our office um, at that number, 636-495-6566. And we will get your name and address. We can send you an invitation in the mail so you have all the details. Um, and there will be an RSVP card included in that so you're all ready to go. Um, or you could email us at um, mylifemedicalcenter at aol.com, which is all one big word mylifemedicalcenter um, at aol.com. And we'll get that information out to you as well uh, through that way so that you can come and join with us. Again, the, whatever you contribute that night, if you're able to at all, it's totally between you and God. It's, there's no set prices for anything. Um, we will have a silent auction going on as well that people find a whole lot of fun. So um, that could be a, a good reason to bring that checkbook too, because um, we have a lot of people who just love that part of our banquet. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So we would be glad to have any of your listeners to attend with us.
0: Indeed. Indeed. Very good. And if we want to, how can we share my life uh, medical and resource center with someone who um, may need to make use of those services that, that is, has an unplanned pregnancy and we want to connect them with you. How do we do that?
2: Um, probably. Probably giving out our phone number might be the easiest way um, because even when we're closed, there's a, an outgoing message on that machine that has a text number, which is my number. It comes straight to me at my home. So I'm able to um, get back with anybody pretty quickly, even when we're closed or on a weekend. Um, but yeah, I would say, you know, send them our way. You can always Google My Life Medical Center and um, that client website will come up. We do have a donor website and a client website. So when you Google My Life, it's probably gonna be the client one, Um, hopefully, anyway, that comes up. And um, then you can reach us through there because there's contact page there. Um, You can send an an email or our phone numbers there and so forth. So yes, please, anybody that um, is interested in any way, whether as a client or uh, to volunteer with us, um, or just needs more information, um, please do send them our way. we would be very, very happy to talk with anybody.
0: Very good. And if um, do they need to be residents of Jefferson County in order to receive services no. from Lyle?
2: No, absolutely not. Um, we have no residency requirements. We have no income requirements. We really don't have any requirements at all. If somebody is in need, it doesn't, we don't care how much money you make or you don't make or where you live. Um, If you need just to talk to somebody or whatever it is, we're here. So um, now we do have an A to A, it's called alternatives to abortion program that we do with the state through um, a major uh, state organization that we go through. And um, that, program does have its own requirements it's a state-run program so it they do require that you live in the state for that particular program but that's the only thing that's um, not us our services are open to anybody anywhere anytime so we don't we don't have any requirements
0: very good, Karen. Thank you so much for sharing with us today about My Life Medical and Resource Center in High Ridge. It's just—it's been a pleasure to to hear the story that you, the story of My Life and the uh, the people you get to serve every day, and the, the people who who serve alongside you. Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Right. Thank you. You're listening to the Coffee Hour.
1: I'm Yeti Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.